When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, March 22nd. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for the little robin that has moved into the tree right outside our window. Jeff has named him Mead. Yeah. Or her, because she's laying eggs. But I thought that the, uh, yeah, I guess it is a her, right? Well, yeah, if she's laying eggs. How do you know she's laying eggs? Because that's why birds have nests. But where do boy birds sleep? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to. I mean, she's keeping something warm because she she did not leave that nest yesterday. Well, I don't think she would have laid eggs yet, right? I don't know. I did find myself almost researching, and I'm sure I'll go down this rabbit hole at some point later today, the like habit gestation habits of robins. Just because I wanted to know, like, because she's definitely, like, big. Yeah. And, yeah, I just don't know anything about it. Oh. Well, look, yeah. I mean, good for her if she built, if she, like, doesn't have a partner and it's like, you know, she built that nest all by herself. So you think she's a single mom? She might be. Okay. Good on her. You go, I don't think, I don't think, I don't know that she built that nest. I think she moved into it. Oh, so you think the guy built the nest? No, no, no. I think it was somebody else's nest last year. We just never noticed it. Mm. So I think she just rehabbed it. She did a she did a flip. She like fl- HG, HGTV. Yeah, she flipped it and yeah. now she's preparing for her babies. And then, you know, I hope I do hope when they're <coughs> That was just me manifesting. Please stop. I do hope that when she moves out, the shells are left behind so we can show Ellie an, a robin's egg because they're so beautiful. And I think Ellie would think that was so neat. Well, she, we'll, she'll, we'll just save them after we make the omelets. Jeff. What? Stop it. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for good sleeps. I read something recently that was talking about how alcohol and Ambien both really hinder your sleep, even though you're sleeping through the night. Cause my thought is, Oh, wine. Like after I drink wine, I always sleep really well. Like I crash. And that's even though you're crashing, the quality of sleep sucks. So I was doing some thinking about that and I'm like, you know what? I feel like this is like, if March is my new year, so it's like new year, new me, and then new sleep habits. So I ditched the Ambien and I, you know, the wine, I've got a little, a couple more days of drinking before I have to stop because of the IVF stuff. So that's going to be gone. And I'm feeling good about it. I have been getting great sleep, not on Ambien. I think you're actually, I think you're done with wine now. Oh, am I? Because unless you want to open a bottle of something, but then you have to commit to finishing it. Yeah. And we're what you realize we're one week out. 
Yeah, we are one week so out from so my transfer. So you're done with wine. So I'm done with wine. And Jeff, I think this is the cutest thing ever in the entire world. But Jeff is overhauling the dollar lifestyle slash what we eat, what he cooks for us based on what's good for me and our little embryo. Well, I, I saw something on, I, th- I think it was on, I think it was on the Instagrams or something where there are, well, I mean, it's obvious there are certain foods that are better to, you know, fill your body up with, you know, if you're trying to get pregnant, if you're carrying a baby, et cetera, et cetera. Now I will say my doctor has not recommended any of this, but we are like, okay, we have gotten this far. We are doing everything even like superstitiously to try to do everything as best we can for these embryos and give them the best, a best shot in my, I'm trying to be as hospitable. I, I okay, let's talk about the superstitions first, because I had someone tell me that that there's a good luck thing, a superstition thing on the day of your transfer, where I am supposed to get the day of your transfer, I am supposed to make sure that you have super cozy, warm socks. Because if your feet are warm, then your body's warm mm-hmm. and a warm environment is better or whatever. It's a superstition. Yeah. You know, it's not kind of whatever. And then 24 hours after the transfer, I am supposed to get you a large order of McDonald's fries because of something about the salt and the, and the fat content and the. That seems to go against the grain from everything we're trying to do starting today, right? Like today starts the Jeff Dollar researched nutrition plan, I guess. It's not really a plan. Oh, so the the socks don't go against the plan. You're saying the McDonald's. The McDonald's fries. Well, I mean, if you're eating healthy and you have one order of McDonald's fries, that's not going to screw anything up. But I'm wondering if that was legit, if that's a legit superstition about the sodium and the fat and all that, or if it's just somebody who is really, really craving McDonald's fries. And they said to their husband, yeah, you know, I'm supposed to eat fries the day after the transfer. And I don't want to leave the house. And then it worked out. And then they're like, ah. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. It was the McDonald's. Um, I just looked up. I I saw some influencer post about uh, how they were preparing for their transfer and um, what foods they were super uh, saturating their body with. You know, just healthy fish oil, salmon, Mm -hmm. um, lean red meat or a lot of a lot of proteins. Um, other random stuff, I think magnesium was on the list, mm-hmm. which you say that you take I do. regularly anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just found a whole bunch of recipes that for the week leading up to and the week or two after will just flood your body with all the stuff that might help it. I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference, but it certainly cannot hurt. No, it definitely cannot hurt. And I think it's very adorable that you were researching this stuff. I, I do. I love when you get on a bandwagon and you did this before, I think, didn't you do this before something else? I can't remember. But it's cute that you, you know, you you did it when I was pregnant with Ellie. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that I was going to ask my dad to see if some of my Matchbox cars, my Hot Wheels cars were still in the attic and asked him to send them to Ellie, and he did. They arrived the other day, and Ellie loves them. 
Okay. So rewind. It's, it's so cute. And I <laughs> rewind what? Rewind because when the package showed up, Jeff was like, oh my gosh, I think these are the Matchbox cars. And don't try to downplay your level of excitement of seeing your child, your favorite childhood toy arrive to our adult home. Like that, you were so giddy about them. And what I was excited about is that I actually remembered some of them. Mm-hmm. Like I remember... Because when you play, I don't know if if girls play the same way as, as boys traditionally do. I know nothing about Matchbox cars, so. No, but at, with with me and all of my young Matchbox car playing friends, we would all have our favorites, right? Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes your favorite is not a car that you own, but everybody brings their cars to the dirt track, you know, to the track or that you make outside or the... The oh, track so the, that's the playing with them is making tracks for them and places yeah, for these they, little cars to go. Yeah, and you just, yeah. But you have your favorites, and I could remember some of my favorites when I saw them, which I thought was really weird because that's 40-plus years ago. Yeah, well, and it's really cool for you because you don't have the best memory. And I You're love right. Like I asked Jeff, I'm like, what was your Not favorite? Not memories. I have great memories. I just don't have many of them because I don't have a good memory. No, he, you know, I asked Jeff when we were getting ready for Ellie's arrival. I'm like, what were your favorite books from childhood? You're like, I don't remember. I'm like, what do you mean you don't remember? You're like, I, I don't remember. And that's his answer for everything in his life up to like a certain point. He's like, yeah, I don't remember. So the fact that you have memories attached to these cars is so exciting and such a big deal. And I know you're saying that Ellie loves them, but I think that you're really excited too. He also threw in a bunch of new in their wrapper McDonald's Happy Meal toys from, my mom had a part-time job at McDonald's, right? So, do you know, what, what did she do there? Was she a cashier? Uh, I think so. I, I think, don't you, if you work at a fast food restaurant, don't you just do whatever needs to be done? I don't know. I could just, I could totally see your mom being a cashier. There was a point in the early 90s where McDonald's, this is a core memory of mine, had these, they were almost like flat cash registers and there were a lot of pictures on them, I think. And that's how you would enter. And they had like a one inch screen on it. And I remember going to McDonald's with my parents when I was younger. It is so random. random memory. But I thought it was so cool that they got to push all those buttons. And if I would love to know if your mom was a button pusher when I was so excited about the cash registers that they had. Yeah, um, I, w- I mean, it was before I was 12, so it was probably early 80s. Um, and um, I wasn't born yet. Yeah, I think they were probably bringing stuff up <laughs> on an abacus. <laughs> so it was like medieval times. Um, but... She got first dibs on a lot of Happy happy Meal toys. Mm, That is a gift. So we have in our attic a bunch of them that are still wrapped up. So my dad sent a handful of those. I immediately brought them upstairs and started searching to see if any of them was a gem, you know, a Mm -hmm. gold bar, Mm -hmm. a, a collectible coin in the pocket of life, if you will. The most expensive one. There was one, there is one, that's worth $40. Whoa, are you going to sell it? The rest are all worth two bucks. Which one is worth 40 bucks? The Matchbox car. Oh. Or the Hot Wheel, whichever. There's one that's a Hot Wheel or whatever. But if you want to be, if you want to collect 
Happy Meal toys now. Uh, what I've learned is they're all numbered, and you have to have the whole set unopened for it to have any value. I... Okay, here is what I did not realize about McDonald's Happy Meals until, you know, there's all these accounts that pop up for me on social media that are like, I love the 90s and 90s memories and all this stuff. The history of the Happy Meal toys is actually really genius on McDonald's part because they would have, okay, there's five pieces in the March set. So for every month they would have or like month and a half, they would switch the toys, but it was a collector's thing and they would pitch it, remember, as collect all five or whatever. But you had no way of knowing what McDonald's were going to have what. And I remember the 90s campaign of people who wanted to go just to collect the stuff they didn't have. And I don't think that kids still do that today. I'm, I, I think give Ellie three years and I think you'll. But remember how hot it was? My point was, I think it was a huge marketing tactic for them. Oh, totally. Um, and they partnered with the hottest movies. And Shit. remember there was like 101 Dalmatians one. That's, and one. that's one of the most valuable ones right now. The 101 Dalmatians yep. one? Also Snoopy and Shocker. Um, what are the little Beanie Babies? Yeah, I, I think that it was absolutely genius. And I kind of miss those 90s campaigns. It, it's you. It, we did it six months ago. Remember they came out with the trick-or-treat buckets? Okay, I know, but I I just, went to four McDonald's's. I know, but that's- McDonald's a, I. Based whatever the plural of McDonald's is. But that is based on our reminiscing about our childhood when- the McDonald's marketing machine was at its finest. You don't think that I, if we go to McDonald's when Ellie is whatever, three when I, when she's old enough to get a cool toy or really enjoy it. Now even, you don't think that if we went to McDonald's and I we ended up with toys number two, three, and five, I wouldn't I wouldn't be thinking, well, we just got we gotta get one and four. You might. I don't think she will. I mean, they were all over. She, no, they were all over TV commercials. They were all over. It was a thing. We are not going to see eye to eye on this, so we can move on. But yeah, no, I one thousand percent don't think that that's coming back. I feel, I feel like you just escalated it. I did. Very passionate about that. I, I, am, I was just, kind of, I was just kind of joking. Oh, I'm not joking. I think you're wrong, <laughs> and I feel very passionately about my '90s things. I saw. I bet we get messages from parents telling you how wrong you are and how obsessed their kids get with completing sets, even at a young age. I don't think it's the completing sets because I think people do that. I think think it's it's the the McDonald's complete sets. I think that trend was an early 90s trend. And now people are collecting. Of course, people always collect things, but you know, like Harry Potter thing, I don't know, whatever people collect these days. There was a dad on Twitter that sent out a tweet because he is about to be a first time dad. And he was like, look, everybody's telling me the worst things about parenthood. Can someone please just tell me what they love about it? Because people love to to do that. And it went viral and thousands of people responded with the wonderful things that they love about parenthood. And I feel like we were in this exact same situation 
two plus years ago where everybody likes to say the negative thing about parenting. And for that matter, we've talked about this before, but everybody does that with marriage too. People are like, oh, I don't know, whatever people say about it's, marriage. And it's so, it's the, it's the default to any significant life change. You're graduating college. Oh, good luck in the job world. Oh, tough time to be out. You know, to be looking for a job yeah. in this economy. Oh, you're getting married. I hope you're ready to have the same cereal for breakfast every morning for the rest of your life, if you know what I mean. It's, oh, you got a baby coming? Well, I hope you enjoyed sleep while you, got, while you could get it. It's, it's the natural. Somebody once said to me that negativity is easier and takes less energy than positivity. Mm -hmm. So it's just easier to do. Yeah. I mean- completely right. I just feel like any chance that we get to change the narrative, you and I, I think are really good about this. We always go out of our way yes. to flip it around. Like yes. when someone gets married, oh my gosh, congratulations. Marriage is the best, which I truly believe, but it's not, you know, random doomsday advice, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Would you like to say something good about parenting? Um, like one thing, like if we're going down the list and we're like, okay, people say bad things about parenting. What would you say? It's good. I don't think there is anything on planet earth that could, that could give you a joyful surprise every day other than a growing child. What's something positive that you would say about marriage? It's really neat having somebody exist in the world who will get your back no matter what. Yes, I love that. Okay, what would you say to someone graduating college and start starting to look for jobs? Don't do it. The market is terrible. <laughs> Go to graduate school. <laughs> and you shouldn't have gone to college in the first place because the whole game has changed. You just wasted $150,000 in four years of your life. Okay, let's try that again. Good luck with the next 30 years okay. of student loans. <laughs> Good. Let's try that again. Yeah. What positive thing would you tell to college grads? You can always get a job at McDonald's. And if you start hoarding the Happy Meal toys now as complete sets, you could sell them in 30 years for Big Bunny. Did you, it sounded like you said Big Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Bad Bunny's cousin. You know, the first thing when people, when you're sick, people say, make sure you stay hydrated. That's what doctors say. That's what your mom said. That's what your grandma said. You know, like that's what we all know, right? It's important to stay hydrated. The first thing that Jeff asked for when he woke up on Friday morning sick was, hey, will you grab me some liquid IV? Because he knew that staying hydrated while he was sick was gonna be really, really, really important. And liquid IV is a staple in this house every single day and being sick and needing more hydration than normal is a perfect example of a new and different way that we use liquid IV that we haven't told you about before. The flavors are so delicious and there's a flavor for everybody. My personal favorite is lemon lime. It tastes so good and you can suck it right down. Like I drink them so fast because they're so tasty. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code upside at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code upside at liquidiv.com. Can you name the most popular answers to five items you might find on a work desk? What about 
five occasions where people might give a gift or five types of insurance. The most popular answers only. That's the point of Fun Frenzy Trivia. It's a mobile trivia game with over 60 different categories, including music, animals, TV, celebrities. If you choose the most popular answers to each question and beat the clock, you move forward to the next level. Sounds simple, but the questions are gonna get harder over time. If you get stuck, don't worry, you can use coins and gems to get hints and beat the level. If you are a trivia addict, if you love trivia, if there is not a trivia night in your town, that you have not been to, then you'll love Fun Frenzy Trivia. Fun Frenzy Trivia is an exciting brand new game on the App Store from the creators of the number one trivia app, Trivia Star. Download Fun Frenzy Trivia today to challenge yourself. I will warn you, and this is from my own personal experience, it is addicting. Just go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Fun Frenzy Trivia. Download Fun Frenzy Trivia for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. If you have not done so yet, it is time to refresh your 2023 wardrobe with Rothy's for chic, sustainable shoes that bring out your best style. Now, I am the proud owner of five pair of Rothy's, and I love them for a multitude of reasons. They are super cute, first of all. So there's a pair of Rothy's for every single outfit you could think of, and they are insanely comfortable. You can take them right out of the box, and there is zero break-in period. So you can wear them for a full eight to 12 hour day on your foot with no indication that you were just wearing brand new shoes. You can also machine wash them, which I love. Just make sure you're not drying them. And you can feel good about what you're wearing. Because Rothy's is designed with the planet in mind. Rothy's shoes are sustainably made with their signature thread spun from recycled single-use plastic water bottles. Now, if you are wondering what kind of Rothy's to get, I have two favorite styles. Um, my favorite for work is the loafer style because they look really sleek. They're very classic and I love those. I also love the sneaker style and that's what I wear day to day running around and you will never regret buying your first pair of Rothy's. And once you do, you will be hooked. For stylish and comfortable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. At her last review, Ellie's teacher commented to us that Ellie is very social. And I think that was in response to a very specific question you or I asked. Because she does have a tendency to stay on the sidelines until she's... And in every picture we get from school. She's about two feet away from the rest of the group. Yeah. So it's almost like she says, I don't want to be with those people. And then somebody at the last minute, right before the picture gets taken, runs up and sets her down and then runs out of the shot. Yeah. So one of us asked that question and they said, no, no, no. They actually surprised us. The teachers who were in the room surprised us by saying that she is extremely social and not to worry about it. She's great. And she would, she helps other students and she's really, um, uh, in what did, what did they say? Not sensitive, but like if somebody's sad, she's kind. She's, yeah. Kind. And we are so happy, but now there's a, a TikTok uh, done by a teacher that is revealing the secret code the teachers use when talking to parents about their kids. And it says in this TikTok, quote, when teachers say something like, quote, your child is very social, end quote, it actually means they won't stop talking. 
I can't see her as a nonstop talker at school. If a teacher tells you that your child's excitement in the classroom is contagious, what they mean is disruptive. That kid never calms down. Uh, if you're told that your child is a natural born leader, that teacher is saying your kid's really bossy. Uh, if they say that the child dances to the beat of their own drum, that means they don't listen. <laughs> and if they say that your daughter or your son is going to make a terrific lawyer, it actually means they like to argue with everybody. Oh my gosh. So that's funny. Some teacher translations. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is the world's happiest countries list has been released. This is for the year 2023. Finland, number one. Again, I feel like we all need to like go to Finland and spend a month and then report back on what they're doing right. Because clearly they're doing something right. It's the sixth year in a row. Could you uh, find Finland on a map? No. But all the countries in the top, I think, are near each other-ish. Uh, Finland, Denmark, Iceland. Finland and Denmark are close, right? I think so. And then Israel is on there. The Netherlands, Sweden, Norway, Switzerland. No way those people are happy. Luxembourg and New Zealand are top 10. Why are the Swiss happy? Because it's beautiful. Oh, Switzerland okay. is amazing. Oh, my gosh. I thought there was some inside Swiss joke that I didn't know. Oh, no. You're not missing out. Uh, your second random thing is, uh, I think they did this survey ahead of Easter because so many people celebrate Easter with big dinners. Uh, but of U.S. adults who celebrate Easter, 78% of them think that a large family dinner at home is more stressful than even running to catch a flight. Wow. Yeah. We don't have a big family, so. Uh, that was more exciting on paper. Sorry. And your third random thing for today is there are 14 foods that you can eat safely even though they're expired, which is very important to me because I'm a rule follower. And man, when that date is on that box, it is going away. I am not touching it. I will have nothing to do with it. Uh, eggs. Yeah, Callie has even said to me, uh, can we pick up some milk? What we have is uh, going to expire in three days. Yeah, I don't I'll, mess and, around. And I'll say... It'll be gone in three days. Yeah, it's just kind of cutting it close. You know, a rule is a rule. That's all I got to say about that. Okay, eggs. You can eat eggs for a couple days after they expire, but smell them before you cook them. Bread can last two weeks past the expiration date if you store it in the fridge. White rice, safe to eat. It, I would assume indefinitely. Dry pasta can last for two years after the expiration date. I'm surprised it's even that soon. Dry pasta. Yeah. I feel like we might have some random noodle in our pantry that we've had there since the year we got married. For sure. Canned goods um, can be consumed two years after the best before date. Sauce bottles, flour and sugar. I feel like sugar would get kind of gross. Doesn't it clump? Brown uh, sugar clumps. Brown sugar clumps. Sugar is fine. Vinegar and soy sauce, peanut butter, cereals, and that's it. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Update Podcast. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. We've had to stop this episode approximately seven times for cough breaks. Poor Jeff. 
I don't even know. It's, it's all, and it's almost the the fact that I don't feel sick at all. It's just the tickle in my throat. Yeah. Is almost like it's taunting me. Because it's one thing if you're, oh, you're sick, so you're gonna take it easy, you're gonna lie in bed, you're gonna be away from other people, whatever, right? Um, but this is, this little tickle thing is, is, is basically saying, go on with your life, record the shows that you want, meet with the people you need to meet with, you're totally fine. You just can't go 10 minutes without a tiny coughing fit. Also, you're not gonna get a good night's sleep. Have a good day. Happy, happy allergy season. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I, I don't know what it was. I know you guys said it was awful. That documentary, um, it was on Hulu, actually, about the senior citizen active community in Florida, the villages. I watched it, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. It was super interesting, um, especially the 80-year-old guy living in his van like a hippie from California, trying to meet ladies at the pool. That was so wild. So thanks for sharing. Uh, I love listening to you guys, and I want you guys to share more of your day-to-day with Ellie, but I'm a mom, and I love to hear stuff like that. So. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I was just listening to you guys prepare for Ellie's first hibachi experience. My husband loves hibachi. does it every year for his birthday. And so our daughter's been going since she was very young. And the whoosh of fire, the big fireball, always freaks her out a little bit. But um, we, you know, and she's eight now, and she still gets a little apprehensive. But we got some fun sunglasses and, you know, doing all the things to kind of make her feel more comfortable. When she was really little, we just step away from the table with her. But um, but some funky sunglasses and make her feel cool um, seems to help. So I hope you guys have a great time and I hope she really enjoys it and she gets into it. I think she would love it. Bye. Hey guys, um, I think I know where Jeff gets the black mold fear from. And I think it's from probably living in New York State because it's definitely a thing around here. Like. There's black mold in the walls. Everyone's like, oh my God. And they have to get, you know, their whole house ripped apart. Get that black mold out. It's going to kill you. Um, I don't think it is good to breathe it in, but I don't think it's as dangerous as once thought. I could be totally wrong. But I have a feeling it's the New York State, living in New York State thing. It's very, I almost said a word that a lot of people don't like. (laughs) It's very moist state i'll say it um we get you know a lot of rain and there's definitely a lot of mold issues in people's homes and then that black mold it's just the big fear around here bye every morning you have two choices stay asleep with your dreams or wake up and go get them